0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Murder Me Monday podcast. Today, we've got a little update for you regarding the eyedrop murders that we covered last week. Indeed. As it's coming
1: up to Christmas, we wanted to drop you a little present by way of a live update. In that episode, we covered the case of Lynn Hernan, who was murdered by her friend, Jesse Kukowski. The one where Jesse claimed that Lynn was using six bottles a day of Visine eyedrops as a mixer for her vodka. We also told you about Jessie upsetting four lots of lawyers who dropped out and upset the judge, but that Jessie had been found guilty and was due to be sentenced on the 7th of December.
0: Yeah, so for context, this is how up-to-date this is, as in it's happening tomorrow that this will be released from, yeah.
1: Well, not anymore she's not getting sentenced. We told you in that episode how Jessie annoyed the judge by writing letters and was told to stop. She couldn't stop writing, but not to the judge this time. Jessie, throughout her trial, was making notes. She kept that paper and wrote on the other side of it and sent 37 pages to a friend. In that letter, Jessie asked the friend to create a whole fake scenario of forged documents and an audio tape to make up that Lynn, the victim, was really ill and did, in fact, take her own life. Yes, Jessie asked this friend to create a forged suicide letter and recording of Lynn. Letters getting forged, Okay, Maybe if you had genuine samples of handwriting and you were a forger. Jessie actually wrote out a script for the recordings and the letters, urging the friend to use possibly voice-changing software. Maybe have music or film in the background, but make sure it's all stuff that would have been available when Lynn died five years ago.
0: Did she write this during the trial? Yeah, I think so. Or at some
1: point when she's in her cell, I'll get into, obviously, this is how this has all come out. The motive for killing herself wasn't just because Lynn was ill. No. Jessie wanted the friend to make out Lynn had killed herself because Lynn killed her own mother years ago. And get this. Lynn was to admit that she had killed her mother by using visine eye drops. The friend was to go as far as actually getting some sort of forged, handwritten, backdated and notarized confession letter from Lynn confessing to it all. notarized. How? Now, I will send the links out for this. But how they got their hands on all of these documents, it was first on the Law Channel and Court TV. But since then, on Twitter screenshots of this notes or this letter, parts of it have been published and I will read you from one. Jesse tells the friend things you will need. Computer, paper, envelopes, stamps, address labels, cassette, old school, cheap one, able to voice record, gloves, a must. And if you help, make sure you wear gloves because you're not getting into trouble. You're helping me. When it's done, which I need as soon as possible before the 7th of December, which is underlined, and then says sentencing, the sooner the better. If there is an easy way, and if possibly, I'd like copies of the tape, but if it's too much, I'll just be fine. And she goes on and on and on, breaks it down, step by step what this person's to do and who's to send it to. She wants it to go to Fox News, ABC News, and she specifies certain reporters as well. In that letter, Jessie also reiterates that she did not kill Lynn, nor did she steal Lynn's money. Jessie also says that if the friend doesn't want to help her, she doesn't have to, but absolutely must not tell anyone about the letter. You may wonder why the letter wasn't stopped by the prison. Because, allegedly... The letter says that both Jessie's lawyers were on board with it, and one of them had even concocted the plan, and Jessie had actually managed to con her lawyer into delivering the letter to the friend. The friend was hell no and handed the letter over to authorities.
0: I was going to ask that. Did the friend express any interest in trying to help? No. There's a difference between trying to help your friend that's in prison and actually provide them maybe some support, but to just straight up make shit up.
1: It was bizarre. On the 30th of November, one of Jessie's lawyers dropped out or tried to, and the other one wrote to the court begging them to let her stop representing Jessie, as she was afraid this whole mess would mean she would lose her law licence. She was the one who gave the friend the letter, I believe. Jessie promptly said, Not me. I didn't write it. Nothing to do with me. But it's on the back of the bloody notes that she actually took herself. The prosecution are telling the judge not to let Jesse's lawyers drop out. It will mean even more delays. And even the lawyer that wants to drop out is asking for delays if the judge won't let them leave. Probably to get their heads on straight.
0: Why didn't the lawyer read the letter...
1: God knows what Jessie told her that the letter was.
0: I don't care what it was. When the teacher gave me a letter in year four to give to the other teacher in a different room because I didn't want to walk, I still read the letter.
1: <laughs> of course you did.
0: <laughs> There's no one in the hallway. I'm going to read it. If you're a lawyer, you should definitely read what your client has given you. Also, wasn't this the second or third lot of lawyers? This is the fifth lot. The fifth lot? Fifth lot. Right, you get three. Any more than that is you. Good point, Very, very good
1: point. A lot of watchers are now asking what can be done about Jess's attempt to change law teams. Could or should there be a limit put upon how many times they can be changed?
0: As long as they're not for stupid reasons, it should be allowed to happen each time because it is possible that you can get five incompetent lawyers in a row.
1: But she's not firing them. They're all quitting on her because she's such a pain
0: in the ass. And depends how you could spin it. It could be because they don't I think know. they're competent enough. So it, on, on some grounds, I'm going to protect someone's ability to try to do that, at least. But I mean, she's not doing herself any favours by doing a step-by-step no. fucking <laughs> cooking recipe on how to fraud the government or whatever. No,
1: She isn't paying for any of this defence either. The state is. And there will come a point where there's no one, surely, that will take her on as a client, unless forced to.
0: Unless it's people that are just getting into law because they need it. Or some weird pro bono thing. But then you're not going to get a suitable representation, are you? No.
1: And then she's going to claim, you know, incompetent. Trial. Yeah. Yeah. This farce has gotten to the stage that Jessie says she is under legal proceedings, which means she cannot speak to any other lawyers than her own. But now has lawyers that won't speak to her or for her. Yet Jessie has been able to speak to a producer from a TV channel to tell them this and still denies any of this has anything to do with her. And it's still going on. We are in the evening here in the UK. I have been watching this explode for the last 12 hours. Just before we come on air, I did a final sweep for information Something may be going on in court at the moment that just hasn't been reported on. I do not know. But that's where we're at. The prosecution doesn't want any delays. They want her sentenced. Her lawyers don't want anything to do with her. And she's still sat there going, mm, I didn't do anything.
0: It's not the same as a normal delay, like COVID or just a general delay that can happen. Yeah. She's this been... is with some extra spice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: She's been found guilty. So I think they'd struggle with time delays. Theoretically, she could get 18 months in prison. So theoretically, she could sit there for 18 months and not actually know what she's getting because every time she tries to do it...
0: If she's already been found guilty there, what's the purpose of trying to get new lawyers each time? Especially now you're going to be on your sixth team. What's the point of that? You've already been sentenced. Is it try to get a more lenient sentencing or to just try to get the whole thing thrown out?
1: No, both. They will automatically argue...
0: Ineffective counsel?
1: and that their client is innocent, please dismiss it, even though she's been found guilty. And then the prosecution will say, we want 35 years, and they will say, no, 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 she's got all of these problems, all of these things.
0: They'll try to haggle it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's what they need somebody there for. This is bonkers. This is absolutely bonkers.
0: And this episode kind of needed to be made because it's a it's a more long-winded version. You can't really, you can't really just add this on to another podcast no. that we're doing.
1: This part would normally be in a case autopsy that we release for our Patreon subscribers.
0: And we wanted to use this as an opportunity to say we're not releasing an episode on Christmas Day, which happens to fall on a Monday this year. I know after eating the turkey, the presents and stuff, you usually left a few hours to listen to a podcast, but you already want to cave your family member's head in anyway. (laughs) You don't exacerbate (laughs) it with a True Crown podcast because it gives you ideas. (laughs) So on that, thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoyed the update. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.